So, um, let's talk about how memories are never complete, right? When we remember something from the past, it is never the complete incident that happened, right? It's our interpretation of what happened. So not to get too heavy with this stuff, um, because that's not my job. I'm not a therapist. So we'll cover it as it pertains to the future, right? So if you have um, stuff in the past that wasn't favorable, whether it's traumatic or just annoying, you have memories of those things. Could be a breakup, could be something that happened in your childhood, could be a situation that occurred. You have a memory of that. You attach a particular emotion to that memory. And that comes forward into the future because that's how you're holding it, right? You're holding, so you, you have a memory, you attach an emotion to it, or there is an emotion attached to it, and now that kind of follows you into the future, right? Because every time you think about that incident, that memory, you feel the emotion that's attached to it. And that has an effect on your present. You have the ability in the now, in the present moment, to assign a different emotion to that memory because you can do that. You can decide that you're going to assign a different feeling to what happened. Because of course, whatever happened back there in the past, you were the when you had to deal with that, you were the person back there and you only had a certain amount of tools available to you to deal with whatever happened. You are now more advanced. You are older, you have more tools available to you, you may not be so reactive, you may have a different perspective. A lot of things probably have changed. Um, this came up for me, as I said, I just went through the Master Professional Coaching Certification um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Some of you might have caught my post um, on, I think, Wednesday evening. It was uh, it was an intensive training. It was like 30-something hours. It was, you know, sitting and, and talking about lots of different things. And one of the things that we were talking about is <clears throat> kind of how the brain sets up and um, the science behind the brain and how it works and all of that. And I became aware of the fact that memories are incomplete, obviously, because we only remember, you know, we remember bits and pieces of what happened and we have our own interpretation of that. So when we're thinking about what is running us from the past and those stories that are kind of underneath everything and the things we're telling ourselves, like all those historic stories and historic conversations and historic memories, they've got an emotion attached to them. And that was what was really poignant for me over this week, like recognizing like, oh, wow, I choose to feel X, Y, and Z when I recall what happened there. And I could choose to feel a different way, right? Because if you go back to what we were talking about last week in the law of attraction and the scale of emotions there, 
you get to choose. You can choose like a higher thing. You can choose a higher emotion. You can choose a higher feeling. And then when you raise your feeling and your your feeling gets higher and you vibe higher, you will attract a new way, a better emotion. Tracy's reminding us to choose a new way. So <clears throat> I've got, you know, some stuff from when I was little and it occurred to me that I could choose to feel a different way about that. And that in the choosing of the new emotion, when I brought that forward into the future, I would have an elevated perspective on that. You are not shackled by your past. You are not a victim of your past. You are not rendered unable to move forward by the past. Those are all choices. You can choose to be a victim. You can choose to be despondent. You can choose to be shackled by the past. Or you can choose to choose something different. You can have a new, you can assign a new emotion to an old experience. You can assign a new emotion to an old memory. This is kind of a heavy conversation. I recognize that. But it's also, there's a lot of freedom in here if you can hear what I'm saying. There's a lot of opportunity for you to free yourself from some of the BS that's holding you back. We get to choose the present. We have everything to say about what happens right here, right now. We can't really do anything about what happened back there. And we don't really know what's going to happen up there. We do know what's happening right now, right at this moment, right here. And in this moment, we have a lot of choices. We have a lot of different ways that we can navigate. So I would invite you in your notebook, which if you are a coffee chat watcher, coffee chat show watcher, you know that we recommend that you grab a notebook and bring it to coffee chat every Saturday morning. And in your notebook, you could start to write down what experiences from the past, you know, do I frequently recall? And what are the emotions attached to those experiences? It's almost like, you know, going on an archaeological dig, right? You're, you're kind of digging around to see like, okay, when I think about that birthday party when I was five <clears throat> and how everyone was drinking at my birthday party, and they didn't seem to be paying attention to my birthday, how do I feel about that? What is the emotion that I'm assigning to that memory? And then what do I want to do with that? Do I want to assign a different emotion to that? Do I want to hold it in a different perspective? Do I want to take all of the things that I know now and, um, and do something different with it? I just saw something from Kim here. Kim's reminding us that habitual patterns are difficult to break free from and it takes work. And she's absolutely right. It takes a lot of work. The first part of the work is to even be conscious that you can do something about it. If there are patterns that are holding you captive, right? You have the ability to do the work. 
Tracy's reminding you that I always say that we have to do the work. We have to do the work. Nobody's going to do the work for you. The solution is not going to fall on your head. Like you already probably know the solution in some part of your being and you're just not doing the work. You've got to, I can give you the shovel. You got to dig. You've got to dig. You've got to do the work. I don't know what's back there in your past. I know what's in mine. And I, I have to do my own work on that. And believe me, I do. And I still am. You know, when your mother dies, like you, you end up reconstructing and sorting a lot of things, especially if your relationship was tumultuous, which hers and mine definitely was. So we were we are coming up on the two year anniversary of her uh, exit from planet Earth. And I have definitely spent the last two years sifting and sorting things and deciding what works for me and what doesn't and deciding what I want to keep and what I want to let go of and deciding what there is to forgive and what there is to accept. Right. Because carrying around a bunch of shitty baggage that makes you sad and makes you feel effed up. Like, what good is that? It's holding you back from who you're supposed to be. Kristen, what if you, Kristen's asking, what if you don't have a support system? It's hard doing it all alone. You know, Kristen, I was thinking about um, perhaps offering, once we get all this, um, get our get our model set up for our strategists and and offering you know offering that through fortunato partners i was thinking about doing a group you know some group work and and possibly creating small groups that would work with our strategists through time um you know a three-month commitment a six-month commitment and something like that could offer support as you you know you may um, not be able to afford a coach or I don't want to call us coaches. I, you may not be able to afford a strategist to work with you um, by yourself, but you might be able to go into a group situation, you know, with a couple of us. So that's something that I'm thinking about. If any of you think that's a good idea or it's something that you'd be interested in, I'd love to see you pop that into the comments here because I'm I'm toying with that idea and how effective it could be. Um I think it, I think we would only accept, we would do it in small, you know, I think we would only do like six or eight with two of us facilitating. Um, and obviously there would be a charge for that and we'll do it through Fortunato um, because I, because we don't, because the Working Warrior Mom stuff is free. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that's something I'm thinking about. So... Um, I will keep you posted. If you if you guys think that that would be something that you're interested in, we can Tracy and I can figure that out. So other than that, you could find an accountability partner. Um find somebody that's willing to hold you to a new way of thinking, right? Find somebody that is willing to stand in the gap for you between who you are right now and who you want to be. It is difficult to do that work and it's very difficult if you don't have some kind of support system. So I totally, I get that. 
Um, the stories, the historic stories and the historic memories that we have act like a quicksand almost or like a muck you know that deep mud when you're stuck in there and you're trying to like get your foot out and you and you can't because it just keeps trying to pull you in that's like <clears throat> what those stories and those conversations and those things that you're telling yourself from the past that's what those do they're like this clutching like pulling once you get your foot free you're good Get the hell away from there. This is that part where we're working on getting our foot free. You have to be willing to dig in here and see what's holding you back. If your finances aren't working the way that you want them to, you have to be willing to start digging into what's the conversation that I tell myself about money. If your weight or your health and that's not where you want it to be, you've got to dig in. What's the conversation I tell myself about my weight, my eating habits? Um, mine is self-worth. You all might be shocked to know that I have very little of it. I have more of it than I used to. I am working on it. It is uh, a product of the... Uh, We'll just call it the colorful childhood that I had. Um, maybe that's how I'll start holding my past, as colorful. Tracy, what do you think of that? Instead of as traumatic, I will say that it was colorful. It was a, it was a colorful experience. Uh, Dodie says that they, I think she's referring to carrying memories and conversations like the stuff that holds you back from the past. She says they describe it as carrying bricks in a backpack. Yeah, I can I see that. Good analogy. That that's a bitch. Um you got to do the work and the work is uncomfortable, right? Because you have to like see it and you have to admit it to yourself and you have to um be willing to tell the truth to yourself. You have to be willing to be deeply authentic with yourself, a deeper level of authenticity with yourself. You've got to be telling the truth about where the cracks are. The cracks are how the light gets in. And um, there isn't any real learning or real uh, understanding or real love or real empathy. There's no real anything until you've been broken apart. Truthfully, when you're so busy holding yourself so tightly together, nothing can happen there. You have to be willing to smash into the things that are not working for you. And that goes for me too. Like I've been really, as I've been encouraging you guys to dig into the stories from the past and the conversations that are holding you back. And you know, I do this work with you. Every time I talk about something, I do it with you because I want to remember what that feels like and I want to embody the experience that I'm asking you folks to go through. So I'm digging with you. 
And in that, you know, I have discovered some things that I, it's time for new conversations in some places. It's time for new levels. It's time for some reconstruction. It's time for constructing new futures that are unlike the past. So get your notebook and ask yourself these questions. What are, what are the memories that could be holding me back? What are the emotions that I've attached to those memories? And what's a new way that I could frame this that is more empowering? Okay? What are the memories and stories that are, you know, what are the things from the past that are, that are holding you back, that are kind of in your way that you're like holding on to and you haven't quite forgiven, let go of, released, whatever. What are those incidences, memories? This is just for you. Get, get your notebook and, and write in there and you don't have to share this with anybody. What are the memories and situations and circumstances from the past that you're holding on to or that are holding you back? What are the emotions that you've assigned to those things? And what is the opportunity to flip that around so that it's more empowering? So maybe you want to do like a diagnostic on each like memory or incident, right? Like, okay, my, and I was just using that five-year-old birthday party, right? It was my five-year, it was, that's not true, by the way. I mean, I'm sure there was some birthday party that sucked back there, but that's, that's not a, I'm using that as an example. So my five-year-old birthday party, my whole family was drinking, my uncles were fighting, and this is the memory that I assigned to that was I was really sad because I didn't feel validated for my birthday or I felt like nobody cared about my birthday. Okay, cool. How can I reframe that and put a different spin on it so that it's empowering to me and not some horrible story that I tell myself about why I'm not worth anything and everybody didn't care about my birthday. Do you see? So, um, <clears throat> Tracy, <laughs> Tracy and I have this argument all the time. Tracy and I have been friends since I was 16 years old. We are both far older than 16 at this point. Um, it's 30 something years now. I don't even know how many. And she, I am always like about birthdays, holidays. I am, my family celebrated the hell out of everything. My mother and my grandmother were great at that. And I'm great at making a big deal about everyone's birthday stuff, you know, holidays. My best friend, 30 something years. Trace, it's your birthday coming up. What? Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. What are you going to do? Nothing. It's Christmas. What? Nothing. I'm like, what is going on? So I think she wouldn't mind me sharing this with you, but we were like digging in, right? And she's like, oh my God. And she remembered something, you know, from the past, from, well, I don't know whether it was a birthday or a holiday or whatever, but we realized that she was like assigning some kind of a thing to like a celebration. So, um, <laughs> so I am consciously, we are, I'm consciously committed to having Tracy celebrate the hell out of everything as we walk forward into the future. Um, yeah, for me, I've got like this conversation about how little I'm worth. Um, my father told me, 
he probably doesn't even remember, but there was one point my parents were estranged. They were divorced when I was four. He and I have a decent relationship now, but for many years we didn't really have one. Um, and he told me one time, unless you have your MBA, you're going to be worthless and you're going to be a bag lady. Um, and and clearly that's not the case. <laughs> but I still, that's in there. You know, it's in there. And I'm conscious of it, and I'm I'm kind of doing this digging with you. You know, there's some there's some things in there from my mother. There's some things in there from my father. Um, you know, I'm 54, right? I'm still digging. So I would encourage you to start digging. We're going to really delve into this whole thing starting in August, and we're going to go for the whole month of August. We're going to talk about... Um, the digging and um, Tracy saying she's she's flying in next um, in August for my birthday and to help me with a with the staff training for Delta Hire and um, and so we're gonna celebrate her birthday was in July and mine is August twenty fifth so we're gonna celebrate our birthdays so she's typing in here how excited she is to celebrate our birthdays we'll see Tracy we'll see how excited you are. She's always excited to celebrate my birthday. She's not excited to celebrate her stuff. That's where, that's what we're working on. Um, so for me, it's like a whole conversation about, you know, worthiness and self-worth. It's a whole thing. And I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm digging into that. And I'm just, you know, I'm honest with you guys because you have your own issues that you're digging into. And although I've been teaching these things since I was like 14 years old, I've been studying them since I was 14. I've been teaching them um, since I was in my early 20s. And, um, you know, there's, there's still work to do. There's always work to do. There's always leveling up to do. I was saying in August, you know, we're going to really dig into the stories, the stories that we tell ourselves, the conversations we have from the past, how to change them, how to vet them out, how to flip the script, all of that. We're going to dig into all of that. So that's about it for today. I'm a little worn out from the week. It was a busy week. It was a little crazy. Um, I'm in my last Harvard Business School certificate program. It dropped this week in the middle of that other training. So I have to go do school for the next two days. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a little less vibrant than normal. However, I am here. Because my promise to you is that I will show up and here I am. All right, so go to the coffeechatshow.com, click the free download button, take a look at the blueprint that's there. We will change the way that it prints out, but for now, it's a good blueprint to start planning for coffee chats in the month of August. Um, every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m., we are here. You can also catch us, you can catch the podcast audio after the fact. And you can watch the video after the fact as well. It's always up on our Facebook page. So I'm going to say goodbye to our podcast folks.